I want to give you free access to Weaver Sales Academy. On average, tenured producers that work with us are experiencing a 40% increase in auto fire and life production within 90 days. Maybe you just hired a brand new hire. We have a brand new hire training curriculum that will get a brand new hire trained for you and up and selling in less than 10 days. Maybe you need help with life insurance, the new business conversation, maybe pivoting, maybe overcoming objections. We cover it all with our Sales Academy, so make sure you take advantage of our free trial today. This is the Insurance Buzz, and we are your host, Michael and Courtney Weaver. We coach insurance professionals, business owners, and people just like you every day on how to live a life and have a business you are excited about. Here on the Insurance Buzz, we share the wins, the losses, and everything in between that comes with being married business partners, training in the insurance space, and growing our business side by side. We also connect with other business owners and leaders making their mark in the world and hopefully inspire you to make yours. Hey, welcome to the Insurance Buzz. We are your hosts, Michael and Courtney Weaver. And today we're going to be discussing why you feel like you are bothering people when it comes to life insurance and the life insurance conversation. So this reminds me of shopping malls, and I'm going to date myself a little bit. The PNC conversation, when you start to get comfortable with it, the next step is life insurance. And it almost feels like you're that person chasing somebody down in the mall where you're like, hey, I got the lotion. Put the lotion on the skin. So we're going to break down. We're going to give our opinion on why. I love how you correlated life insurance to chasing someone down in a shopping mall. I mean, like, put lotion on the skin. <laughs> you do. It's this, it's this feeling where you're like, I don't want to bother people. And... I have my opinion on on why I think what's up that comes up because I we we hear this all the time like I hear this nonstop like I feel like I'm bothering people I was just talking to an agent the other day that he's like Michael only call my current customers so much and I'm like why because I'm bothering them. I feel like I'm bothering them. How else are we going to write life insurance? What other strategies do we need? This is just not an agent. Producers, same conversation. Sales agents, every time. Like, hey, tell me tell me your biggest struggle in bringing up life insurance to a new customer. Well, I feel like I'm bothering them. I feel like, I feel like we just got the new business done. And the last thing I want to do is introduce a new product because I'm overwhelming them. Like, I'd rather just call them another time. Those are those seem like different problems to me. The, but to the core unit, they feel like they're bothering bothering them. They feel scared to bring it up in the conversation. When somebody says that they feel like they're overworking their current book of business, my first question would be, how many customers do you have in your book of business? <laughs> I mean, for real. Which is a lot. Because if you're saying, oh, I'm calling the same people over and over again, you are cherry picking. Yeah. You are not calling the same people over and over again and exhausting your entire... I mean, like, there's no way. Yeah. Unless... You're probably calling people that you've had conversations with because you're afraid of bothering people that you don't have a great relationship with. Yeah. Do you know what it takes to write 30 life insurance policies in five days? I am just so grateful for the program. Do it. Quit thinking about it. 
go for it. It helps you think outside the box. The participation was wonderful. That's right. 30 life insurance policies in five days. The great news is that's exactly what we teach you how to do in the 30 life in five days challenge. The cart is officially open. I cannot recommend it enough. Don't even question it. It's really helped my team really shore up their processes, especially with pivoting. My office had been averaging 10 policies written. Be more than double that. Now, seats are limited. This sells out every single September, so make sure you take advantage of this challenge. We got people life insurance. It just makes it so easy. Help my team kind of stay engaged, and I make sure that they're always learning. It's silly to even continue thinking about it. Just sign up. So make sure you click the link below. Get signed up today. My thing, why, and I understand this feeling, And I think it stems from the fact that you're not comfortable asking for what you want or what you need. Mm. So if you are somebody who will not ask for what you want or what you need in your personal life, how it shows up is you're resentful. You feel like you're doing all the work. You feel like you don't get any help. That's how it shows up in your personal life. And I think in the professional world, how it shows up is you fall short on goals. You feel like a nuisance. You feel like you're bothering people. So I think to its core, you have to become more comfortable asking for what you want and being very specific about it. Because we, as sales professionals, especially in the insurance space, assume that they're mind readers and that they know what we're going to ask or that it's important. Yeah. So I think that's even the first step is we're not really trying to sell anything. It's we're just educating the consumer, but I think it stems to are you comfortable asking for what you want and what you need and if you're not, which is a deeper question that I do not have the skill sets that I cannot dive into that. Uh I don't have the degree, I don't have the skill sets, a lot of things. But I think To its core, my advice would be, well, the only way you get more comfortable with anything Mm -hmm. is reps. And that makes me want to send nails down a chalkboard because that's the answer that nobody wants. Yeah. But I think if you feel like you're constantly bothering people, it's probably because you're calling the same people over and over again. You're exhausting your cherry picked book or you're not having success. Or you're not having a conversation that you feel great about. So that's where I was going to go is you're having a conversation that you're not confident in and that you don't feel great about. I feel like people feel like they're bothering people because they don't know how to have a meaningful conversation with a customer. And what I mean by meaningful is asking the questions um, and going into actually asking open-ended questions to get them talking. Um, I know that this is something I really struggled with early on in my career and I felt like a product pusher. And so I did feel like I was bothering people when I brought it up because I felt like that used car salesman every time I brought up life insurance. Um, you didn't feel like put the lotion on the skin. Well, maybe that too. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know where that, that Put the lotion on the skin. I just watched Silence of the Lambs. Uh, that's what it did for me. But it's, but it's so true. Like at least me speaking personally, 
like how I was taught to sell life insurance is at the very end of a conversation or, hey, when somebody calls in, let's just talk about a quick $100,000 10-year term policy. Get them in, get them out. Some is better, better than, than none. none. All right. And that was just something I could never get um, behind. And I struggled with life insurance because I did feel like... Like, okay, I would bring it up and then they, of course, the question's always, hey, I don't have any, any notes on file. What does your life insurance look like? Oh, I've got it through work. Okay, great. What do you have outside of work? Uh, nothing. Oh, hey, it's great that you have it through work, but let me tell you all the reasons why all of my customers also have life insurance with me and why you probably want life insurance with me as well. You know, through work, you don't own it. You know, if you ever quit or get fired, that doesn't travel with you. You know, when you, when you retire, da, 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 I can da, hear da, your, da, da, your da, scroll da. of features and benefits. Oh yeah. Like I would tell the customer why they needed life insurance. Why only having life insurance through work was bad. They're in a bad situation. They also need it outside of life insurance or outside of work. Specifically, they need it with me. And hey, $100,000 10-year term, this is less than than what? You go to Starbucks two times and it's the same amount. So let's just get this going today, all right? That I could never get behind and I sucked. I struggled at life insurance because I was like, this sucks. Like, I'm not changing anybody's life. This conversation is not a great conversation. And also, I was striking out, I would say... 80% of those conversations. So I had to have a lot. I had to bring up and have that conversation time after time after time after time. And eventually, someone would eventually buy it. Are you frustrated with training new hires? Are you sick of not having a systematic new hire training process, or maybe you're tired of devoting the time to new hire training and then them not work out. That's exactly why we created the zero to six figure producer course. You've been asking for, it is now here and live and available to purchase. We can get a brand new hire up and trained in selling a full-blown multi-line sales conversation. That means they're quoting multiple products with better coverage, selling on value, getting the conversation away from price and asking for the sell a minimum of three times in less than 10 days. In less than 10 days. Not only that, we're going to teach them how to prospect through multiple strategies and the importance of always prospecting and filling their, their funnel. And lastly, we have the closing techniques curriculum that is in this course to create a master closer to, so that they are comfortable asking for the sell and overcoming objections a minimum of three times in every single conversation. Not only do you get the state-of-the-art video-led training, you're also going to get playbooks for everything we teach and scripts for every single sales conversation that we teach. So make sure you click the link below. Take advantage of this today. I look forward to working with you. I did feel like I was bothering people because I wasn't confident in the conversation. I wasn't, I didn't feel good about what I was doing. Oh, we have the same answer said in different ways. You don't know how to ask. Yeah. So how do you ask? Well, it's not even the ask. It's after the ask, what does the conversation look like okay. to where I'm not telling the customer because that's when everything changed for me from a life insurance production standpoint, me enjoying what I did as a professional. That's when everything changes. It's it, the ask can still be the same. The ask can still be, hey, Courtney, before I let you off the phone today, I don't see any notes on file regarding your life insurance plan. Tell me what do you have through work? 
Okay. So I always like to assume now that they have it through work because that's the number one objection mm-hmm. that I always received as a life insurance sales professional was, well, I got it through work. I'm good. So now I like to assume they have it through work. Then it's great. What do you have outside of work? Nothing. Okay. Now this is where I changed my philosophy. So now instead of saying, well, Hey, I'm glad that you have it through work, yada, yada, yada. It's, Hey, well, let me ask you a question real fast. Do you consider yourself responsible for providing for your family financially? So I'm going for that. Hopefully yes answer right away. And when they answer, because if somebody answers no to that, I automatically know that's not a customer that's going to be an ideal customer for life insurance. And I'm not here to convince customers that they need life insurance. If somebody doesn't want to take care of their family or they don't feel responsible for providing financially for their family, that's not an ideal life insurance customer that I want to work with. However, 99.9% of the times I'm going to get a yes to that question in which then it's, well, Hey, tell me a little bit about that. What do you, what do you mean by you're responsible for providing for your family financially? What does that look like in your current situation, providing for your family financially? So that's when I go into the, tell me about that or the, why is that important to you and get getting them to actually explain what it looks like to provide for their family financially. And then obviously I followed up with the question of if something happened to you today and you passed away, would you still feel responsible for providing for your family financially? Hmm. Which is typically a yes question in which then I dive into it. Tell me about that. Why would that be important to you? Those two questions changed my career. Because that was something I could get behind. I no longer felt like I was bothering people. I felt like I was actually changing someone's life. And I was narrowing down who I was working with. Like if I'm still going to ask them, like if somebody on that original question, like if I asked you that question, hey, Courtney, would you feel responsible for providing for your family financially? And you answered. Yeah. Or if I answered no. No. (laughs) I would say, well, tell me about that. So even if they answer no, you still ask them to. Yeah, I'm gonna be like, why? Why would you not consider? Why would you not say that you're responsible for providing for your family financially? Because I want to know. But even at a no, like I'm still gonna dig in. But those those people, and typically, I'm not trying to stereotype here, but it's usually guys. All right, it's usually men. um, Is who I always came across. I would be like, nope, she'll figure it out. She'll be fine. She can go down the street corner. It's like you're an asshole, bro. But whatever, man. It's not. (laughs) We gotta start turning tricks. Yeah, (laughs) it's not my job to convince this guy or gal. All right, it's not my job to convince them that they need life insurance. Whereas before, I always felt like I was convincing people that they needed life insurance. I felt like I was talking till I was blue in the face. Like I'm not here to convince anyone that needs Mm -hmm. life insurance. I'm here to have a conversation, ask questions, help a customer self-discover that they have a problem that I have a solution with. And when they get emotionally involved in the conversation, I'm not selling anything. I'm educating and empowering, and they have the ability to make the decision that's best for their family. And that's something I could get behind. Okay. So I want to go back to the original thing of you feel like you're bothering people because I I feel like the undercurrent of all of this is all about getting more curious Mm. and not coming to the table automatically thinking that you have a solution to somebody's problem if you don't even know what the problem is. Mm. 
So I think it really, that's why I was kind of, I was like, yeah, okay, yeah, curiosity. Yep, yep. Because I'm listening to you and I've, I've leaned in. Like I'm curious on what's coming next. And I think as a sales professional, we can kind of get hung up with trying to sell something before we even pick up the phone. Like we know what we want. We don't mm-hmm. exactly know how to ask and we don't exactly know what questions to come, but we have this thing that we have to sell. So I have all of these calls that I need to make. So let me go ahead. And it's like, wait a minute, let's pause for a second. What are we actually doing here? Yep. Hmm. Curiosity. God. Yeah. I think it's, I think it comes down to being more curious I also think that, again, this is such a boring answer, but getting more comfortable being uncomfortable, asking the questions that nobody else is asking, that might make you feel like I'm bothered. I don't want to bother them. I don't want to inconvenience them. This was a thing with prospecting. I would hear this a lot too of, oh, I don't want to bother them. They're at dinner. I don't want to call them at this time. They might be eating. I don't want to call them at this time. They might be going to the bathroom or they might be on their break (laughs) or they might be, there was all of these things. And it got to the point where it was, if they answer the phone, Mm -hmm. they have time. You have not interrupted their day. They have made a choice to answer the phone. What you do with that is is up to you. That's right. So I think that that's something that we have to consider is, if they're willing to pick up the phone and have a conversation, make the conversation count. Slow down just a little bit, get curious, yep. and ask the questions that matter. Ask the questions that matter. Because if you're not asking the questions nobody else is, you have the ability to change someone's life and family's life on their worst day. And that is powerful. And that should not be overlooked. I'll never forget the time that I... I received a text message and I woke up to a message. This would have been early on in my career. And um, it was a buddy of mine. And he said, hey, Drew was in a really bad accident last night and passed away. Um, I'm just trying to help his wife figure out things. Do you by chance know if Drew had life insurance with you or life insurance anywhere else? And automatically at that point in time, I wake up to this text and the first thought I have is the F word. All right. I literally am saying, fuck, fuck, fuck. Like I go, I jump in the shower. The thought just keeps running through my mind because I know that Drew, I had a conversation with early, early on in my career. And I asked him and about life insurance, but I didn't push it because I didn't want to bother him. He was a buddy of mine, and um, I was just like, hey, Drew, so hey, you got what's your life insurance look like? And he's I got it through work. Well, great. Well, hey, you know, you got the little kid. We should look at some. Like, Mike, I'm good, man. I'm good. Like, there ain't nothing happen- going to happen to me. I'm young. I'm good. We're good. Drew has another kid. I don't bring it up. Because I feel like I'm going to bother Drew. He's a buddy of mine. He said he's good. I tell you what, if I had to go back, I would bother Drew every single month until he purchased. Because even now today, his family still is struggling financially. And um, so when you say that you, uh, and I'm getting, I'm getting a little choked up here, but... <clears throat> 
when you say you're afraid of bothering people, just keep in mind, are you still going to be worried about bothering them after they've been, after they pass away? And what are you going to tell their family when they ask you if you have any life insurance or if, if you help them out with life insurance by consistently timing is everything. And I'm not you need to ask every single person you talk to every single time. But even if they say no or not right now, that doesn't mean that you should never ask them again. And um, that was that was my learning lesson personally that I'm never bothering anyone. This is what I do for a living. And I have the ability to change people's lives. And when I don't ask the question, families are going to struggle financially. And that's a... Even five years later, that's a really tough pill to swallow. So anyways. Thanks for sharing. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a it's a terrible feeling. And I wouldn't ever I wouldn't want any of you to ever feel this way. And I know many of you have had customers in this exact same situation and you more than likely feel the way I do. And it only has to happen to you one time. Um to never want to feel that way again. So the next time that you think you're bothering someone, I hope that this story resonates and you think about it. I think that's a good place to end. As always, time is the most valuable and important asset that we all share. And we appreciate you spending some time with us. Go out, make it great. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Insurance Buzz. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, and leave a rating and review. If you want to take your insurance agency to the next level and join our community, simply check out Weaver Sales Academy at www.weaversa.com. Again, that's www.weaversa.com or visit the show notes on our new and current programs we have available exclusively for you. As always, time is the most valuable and important asset that we all have and I appreciate you spending it with me. See you on the next episode.